0: We ended up a few blocks away from the apartment in a small coffee shop. I noticed that a lot of the girls checked him out, but Ian didn't even look at them. I guess it would be a different story if I wasn't there. We sat down at the table, and he plucked up one of the menus, opened it up, and placed it so it obscured the table, and he ducked down slightly. Seriously, who are you hiding from? Nobody important. Give it a few hours and it will be safe to go back. You never struck me as being somebody who'd hide away from their problems. He shrugged. Well, this girl is persistent. I looked around the coffee shop. I'm sure she won't find us here. You can probably stop hiding. I'm not hiding. I laughed. I couldn't help it. This strong and powerful man was doing anything but that. Okay, he was still sexy, but somehow he'd become accessible. The wall that he seemed to have around himself the first couple of times I'd seen him had vanished. He looked a little bewildered, but soon he followed me in a very manly laugh that did interesting things to my body. Our drinks arrived, a cup of coffee for him and a tea for me. I took my first sip and then said what I'd been thinking about for a while. What do you do? He raised an eyebrow. What do you think I do? I put the cup down and absent mindedly ran my fingertips over the lip of the cup. Well, I have several theories. Michelle, the lady downstairs, got me thinking that you were an escort. I was surprised at my forwardness, but by the look on Ian's face, he didn't seem to mind. I'm not an escort. Are you disappointed? If you were, I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't be able to afford you. He raised an eyebrow. And why is that? Because you're so good-looking that you could charge any price and somebody would always be willing to pay it. (laughs) I'm not here to stroke your ego. He leaned forward, and I caught a smell of his aftershave. My mouth suddenly became wet, and it wasn't the only part of me. What do you want to stroke? He said the words low, and they seemed to rumble in his chest and caress my skin. I shook my head, trying to focus on something besides him. I picked up the menu and tried to read it. God... Is there ever a time when you don't flirt? He leaned back again and smiled. It's second nature. Well, it doesn't work on me. Liar. He winked at me before plucking the menu out of my hands and calling a waitress over. He took one look at me, then the menu, and then ordered strawberry cheesecake. The waitress blushed and I couldn't blame her. Ian was having the same effect on me. You could have asked me what I wanted. What's the point in that? You'd take one look at the menu and decide that you couldn't actually have anything because of some reason or another. With one arm seeming to hold the curve of the table and another one placed just under his chin, it looked like he was studying me, and he didn't bother to hide it. I just took control. I hated to admit it, but... He was right. I probably wouldn't have ordered off the menu. Being a writer meant I never seemed to get enough exercise. If I wasn't careful, the weight would creep on and it would be hard to shake off again. Do you do that often? What? Take control. In every situation it matters. He bit his finger. A small nip, and for a second, I forgot how to breathe. He never took his eyes off me. You never did answer my question about what you do for a living. You're right. I didn't. We didn't seem to talk about anything vitally important, and in the end, I didn't learn anything new about Ian except that he liked to read. I asked him if he ever planned to write about his exploits, but he didn't answer me, just gave me a knowing smile. After we finished the dessert, which we shared, he paid for the coffee and the dessert. It felt a little like a date, but I knew that it wasn't. Well, a part of me knew that it wasn't.